everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Who I Do. I'm Tania. And I'm Ashley. And we have a very, very special guest on our show with us tonight. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ashley Nicole with Ashley Nicole Photography here in Atlanta, Georgia. From one Ashley Nicole to another, I'm extremely excited that you are on the show. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many of us. Right. It's like... Mamas in the 80s had mm-hmm. like one thing to go off of and mm-hmm. one bill name to pick. It's just what, like, yep, that? I know exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> oh my, what was the, um, my grandmother used to call it the stories, but like, what was the, uh, I think it was Guiding Light? No, or... um, so, so yes, my mother actually named me after her. It was um, Young and the Restless. Ashley. Young and the Restless, there you go. There you Ashley, go. <laughs> so when I grew up, I used to watch Young and the Restless. I'm like, well, actually, yeah. Like, why would you name me after? <laughs> she wasn't like that back then. <laughs> oh wait, nobody ever told me that. I used to watch Young and the Restless too, like towards yep. the end. My mom told me she named yeah. um, she named me after Ashley Abbott. Look, there's somebody listening to this that's like, wait a second, let me have this conversation with my right. mom too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it was one of those, um, but. Mm-hmm. It's so funny you mentioned it. Well, ladies, how has your day been? For those listening, we're recording this um, day two of, or kind of day two. We're in still week one of the self-quarantine due to COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, a.k.a. Rona, a.k.a. Miss Rona, (laughs) a.k.a. Rona Lisa. (laughs) So how have y'all been? Because, you know, this has affected us in multiple ways. Well, I'm not quite sure if I actually mentioned this in any of the earlier episodes, but I'm a nurse practitioner. And so, you know, a lot of the patients have a lot of questions. Um, It's allergy season. And so a lot of patients are coming in and they have a cough. And I'm like, well, you do have allergies. And so, you know, this doesn't mean that you have the virus you know this just means that your allergies are messing up or uh, or a lot of patients um who were recently um diagnosed with the flu you know usually after the flu many people complain of a cough Mm -hmm. and that's and that's just normal and so people come in or like their bosses are like you have a cough go to the doctor and see if you have the virus and i'm just like seriously that's not what you do. Have you not been watching the news or have you not been educated properly? Like you're not supposed to go to a doctor's office where there's kids, there's elderly people. If you feel like you've been exposed to the coronavirus. And so, you know, having to deal with all that has been interesting, I should say. And so, yeah, I guess I'm dealing with it the best way I can. Um, This is a profession that I chose. And so I can't, you know, I can't get away from it. And so, um, I feel like I am on the front line of things. And so, um, yeah, I guess I'm just dealing with it the best way I can and praying and wearing my mask and washing my hands and staying three three to six feet away from my patients when I can. Of course, when I have to assess them, I'm, you know, I'm close to them. So um, thankfully, I haven't come across anyone yet. And I, and I say yet very loosely. I'm gonna speak positive, and I'm gonna think positive. Hopefully, I won't. I won't come across <laughs> across anyone. Girl, they <laughs> you know, but you have to think positive. UGA's graduation, huh? Like right as you're saying this, they just canceled UGA's graduation. 
Can you imagine uh, going four years or five years? Yeah. Well, that's that. We need you to be safe. Stay safe. What'd you say? I was saying one of my best friends is a nurse practitioner, and you sound exactly like her. She's more upset than you are, though. She, 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 <laughs> she's really annoyed, you know, with the people coming in, and she works um up at Emory. Okay. She's just saying, you know, coming in exposing people, and you know, people coming in coughing, not covering their mouths, or she, yeah. Oh no, I mean, I'm upset as well, but you know, I'm trying to, you know, be composed, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be composed because you know this is going out to the nation, you know, <laughs> you know, but but yeah, um, there's been a couple uh, days where I've come home and I'm like, don't talk to me, like, yeah. yeah. You know, and like you said, like there's patients that are coming in and like yeah. I have a cough. And meanwhile, as I'm like looking your throat, you're coughing in my face. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, y'all have a great, right. I have a ton of respect for you yeah. right now. Well, how has it been affecting you? Because you not only are a wedding professional, you are a mom and a wife. Like you mm-hmm. are being hit multiple sides. Like the kids are at home. So at the end of this, I'm going to leave my um, address so y'all can send all the wine. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're a homeschooler now. How was that? I, I, like right? red, I like red wine. But <laughs> it's been a lot. So, of course, you know, I'm in Fairburn. So we were, like, one of the first cases. And just trying to get adjusted to, I guess, a new schedule. Um it's been kind of, it's not been difficult, but there has been a steep learning curve. It's like I have two daughters that are in elementary school. One is in fourth, one is in first. So they're doing like the remote learning where they're on, you know, with their teachers in the morning for 30 minutes per subject. Um, and then, you know, they have their homework. So like today we went out for a walk for 30 minutes and that was fun. Um, we came and made lunch and, you know, tried to finish the day off. But as far as the business side is concerned, um, I've been talking to brides literally all day for the past like maybe four days about rescheduling their weddings. Um, I had about five weddings from March, well, from the end of March through April. Um, and all of them seem like they're going to end up rescheduling their wedding. So going back and forth with them on dates and you know, just trying to be even more of a resource. And then you feel bad for people because nobody wants to do this when they're planning their wedding. Like nobody does. So just trying to make the process as easy as I can for them has been my main, my main concern. But yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. I will be getting a glass of wine tonight. <laughs> Hopefully that glass of wine is real good to you. Wait, so what's your favorite wine? <laughs> so I have a lot. I like Merlot. Anything dark. Okay, okay, okay. But I also like, um, there's this Muscadine wine that I like. Oh. Something California, sweet California Muscadine. I don't know, but it's really good. I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anything dark. Okay. We might have to talk about wine later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, it's just been nice kind of to be at home. Like I'm such an introvert. So working from home outside of Thursday, which is my normal working from home day, has been really nice in the sense of I don't really feel like too much has changed because they've really encouraged us to get on, like have our cameras on when we meet, which I wasn't really? a fan of that. Yes, goodness, because where I work is run by an extrovert and he's like, oh, I miss people. I miss all of you. And I'm like, 
that's cool. I mean, you know, like you can be exposed, but I don't have to turn my camera on. The first meeting we had with him, I had with him yesterday. He um, didn't have his camera on. He was just on the phone. No, all of us got our cameras on for no reason. Because I know everybody else that I would meet with, they, they ain't gonna care about no camera. We ain't got to turn the camera on. But so that was fun um, to have my camera on. But we use this, uh, we use Microsoft Teams, which is like their instant messaging platform within like Office and Outlook and all that. And it blurs the background automatically. So that's my favorite feature because all this behind me is a mess. I got so many shoes just on the floor that I never took back to my closet because I ain't changed the light bulb in my closet. So I, it's dark. <laughs> So I just have boots and sneakers and flats just spread out all on the floor behind me. I got stuff sitting on top of, like, my little shelves and little desk in this corner. It's a mess. My room is a mess right now. My life is kind of a mess right now. Um, But I'm looking forward to doing laundry in the middle of the day, getting, like, tidying up the house a little bit, you know, kind of recharging my little introvert battery where I'm not being around people. But I will say I did go to Chick-fil-A today when I got some medicine because um, Chick-fil-A was right next door. And I was like, look, I'm kind of sick of eating the same like three things. So while I'm out, let me just go to Chick-fil-A. They got the little drive through process going on. You place your order, you go pick it up. They don't even, you don't even pick it up at the window. There's a person in between that person at the window in your car. So hands to that girl, hands to you. Which I don't know if that's the most if that's the safest thing in this whole economy, but you know, it worked. I was able to get my salad and that was that was good because dinner didn't really work out last night. So that's kinda how I'm taking things. My wedding's so far away that I'm not sure how it's gonna affect me there, but um people have started reaching out to me about the Bachelorette, which is coming up in a few months. And we'll just see how this goes, because, yeah, it's supposed to be, what, around Memorial Weekend, and now it's like, well, should we even still do it? Well, I'm still buy my ticket, blah, 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 and I'm like, well, let's just kind of see how the next few days pan out before we, like, make any, like, real decisions. Yeah, um, and I'm also, I mean, no, that's fine. It, I mean, it's another reason why, like, having it in May, we still have time to change, do things, maybe, you know, like, there's room, but yeah. at the same time. I'm not making any decisions until, the like, the next, I'd say April 1st is when I'll really make the decision, you know, because I'm pretty Which much, yeah, like, me and um, another one of our best friends are actually planning the Bachelorette, but we came to the conclusion that we're going to, that we're not going to make any decisions until April 1st. Because April 1st, you know, hopefully things will start to die down, hopefully. But, you know, right now, I was like, it's a little bit too early to start thinking about canceling things because it is towards the end of May, you know, so. Right. And we don't know, like, our administration is so flippity-floppity that we don't know if we're shut down until August or if everything's going to be fine back in the middle of uh, April because, you know, he's a very business-minded person and it's all about money and what makes him look good so mm-hmm. and two weeks ago he ain't nothing about <laughs> no coronavirus <laughs> two weeks ago he said it was a hoax now look at him having press conferences on my tv every single day oh my gosh 
child, but okay. So yeah. <laughs> but before we okay, um, because we've been, <laughs> it's we we should be done with our episode at this point. So just gonna keep things moving. Uh, <laughs> but before um, we get into our conversation with uh, Miss Ashley tonight, we are going to take a quick break, and you will now get our first ad. Hey, hey. Did you know that Ashley and I also own a t-shirt company by the name of Ann Love Co? Well, if you didn't, let me tell you a little bit about us. We sell the realest bridal party tees around. So if you are in search of some bridal party apparel, please look us up on annloveco.com and annlovecotees on Instagram. We come out with new designs every so often, so please look us up. Again, that is A-N-D-L-O-V-E-C-O-T-E-E-S. Please buy something for yourself and your girls because you deserve it. We appreciate you and we love y'all. And we're back. All right. So what we're talking about today is maybe kind of controversial, I think, probably within the black community. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. We have an expert here to talk to us tonight about the first look. So, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. You're going to talk about it. But before we get into all that, I'm going to start out. Okay. How did you get into the wedding industry and like how long have you been in the wedding industry? So I've been in the wedding industry for three years now. Um, I started out in cubicle, cubicle land, corporate America. Um, Just I wanted to get out. I didn't like it anymore. I didn't know what I could do. And I tried a whole bunch of different things. I was actually a wedding planner at one point. And I realized I didn't like that either. So I just was kind of, you know, praying like, Lord, what can I do, you know, to get out of this, you know, environment. And one day my husband, he was like, you know, I guess he was sick of me whining about it. And he was like, well, why don't you think about being a photographer? You always got that camera in somebody's face. So I was like, okay, well, you know, let's see. And it's literally the only thing that stuck. I took a class from, an online class from a photographer that I loved. Um, And it was one of those things that I didn't realize it was a passion of mine, but I literally followed a ton of photographers on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And I would even go to their websites, you know, at the time. Um, But once I took that class, I took another in-person class from Ross Oscar Knight of fabulous photographer here in Atlanta. And that was it. I remember sitting in his class and I was like, I have, I have to do this. And that was kind of all she wrote. So shot my first wedding, second shot my first wedding. And after that, I was like, yeah, I, I like this. Just to be able to be around the love and just to see the excitement on wedding day. And then to just know that you're capturing somebody's first family heirlooms. Like that's a really big deal. And to know that you can provide somebody with something that they can look at constantly and kind of relive that day over and over like it's nothing else, it's nothing like it so oh how are and you I that you're passionate about it sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's how it should be though like you, you yeah. anybody should really love the craft that they're in right or else mm-hmm. <laughs> so how were your photos so, <laughs> uh, so my wedding photos i like them um i wish at the time when my husband and I got married, my husband proposed in May of 2009. We got married in August of 2009. So I was kind of like, oh, this time crunch. Yeah, we're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the photographer that we ended up choosing, I liked her, but there were other photographers that I wish I had have explored because I loved their work. But I was just thinking, well, we just got to get it done. We got to get it done. So um, she came with the venue and like, again, she was really, she was really good. She did a good job, 
but I don't feel like I really explored like I should have. Cause like I said, at the time there were some other people that I wanted to, you know, talk to, but I was thinking about that time crunch, but no, the way that the pictures are, are fine. She did a great job. I don't like, like, I mean, I guess it's 2009. My wedding colors were chocolate and ivory and gold. You know, back then everybody was doing that chocolate. Now I'm like, what the heck were we thinking? <laughs> I would love to have a vow renewal so I can do everything over, but my husband refuses. So I live vicariously through my brides. <laughs> my he, he thinks it's a waste of money. So I live through everybody else. I'll spend yours. I'm just kidding. <laughs> honestly he may we thought about it at 10 years but by the time we thought about it it was like well it's too late so maybe 15 um but we would do something really small i want something really small and intimate but really i'm extra like i'm really extra so i want to go to like the four seasons or like the saint regis but you know but do like have like a station for everything we love maybe get waffle house to come in the middle of the reception and give people yes. you know um <laughs> they can get waffles in the middle of it. i mean just something that's really us but really ornate and really extra I so. love that. you yeah. are a true atlanta girl come on now the waffle house we talked about it and i was like we could have a station for everything like, we love jr crickets that's like an atlanta thing so we can have hot you can get your lemon pepper wings you can have a station for that we love steak. You can have a steak cut in a, you know, carving station. I mean, just anything. But Girl, all at the St. Regis. And then, right. Right. <laughs> right. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, let's talk about the first look. For those that don't know what it is, can you explain what the first look is? So the first look is a special time on your wedding day where you get to meet with your fiance before the wedding ceremony starts. And that's the time for you guys. You can really do whatever you want during that time, but it's just a time for you guys to get together, for him to see you for the first time, um, kind of get the jitters out. You have this really special moment before the ceremony takes place. Um, you guys are just able to kind of connect because if you really think about it, you're not alone any other time on your wedding day until you're getting in your limo or your car to drive off any other time you're constantly with people so it's a really special time where you can kind of bond with your mate you can get his reaction to you and your dress alone in private and vice versa and potentially exchange vows or exchange gifts or whatever you kind of want to do during that time I didn't realize that people were exchanging vows like during that time period. Mm -hmm. so, I think I like that idea. So I always try to tell my clients because people hear the first look and that's the first thing they think of is, oh, no, you know, I, I don't want to break tradition. I want them to see me, you know, ahead of time. But I've seen my couples do so many like neat things during that time. That's why I always tell people like this is your time to make it to do whatever you want, whatever is most you. So I've literally had some couples, they wanted to exchange personal vows, but they were too, I guess, bashful is the word, to do it in front of all of their relatives. So they exchanged personal vows during that time. And then, of course, when they got with everybody else, they said, you know, the traditional I do's. I've had couples exchange gifts. I've had couples take shots together because they were just that nervous. And they, <laughs> they both took shots during that time just to kind of calm, calm their nerves. So, yeah. Oh, I want a first okay. look. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, for those that might 
be on the fence about it or they're like, nah, I don't like the first look. Can you kind of break down some of the benefits of doing a first look? I mean, you said some, I'm sure, but are there any others? So the biggest benefit is that you get probably, I tell my brides, maybe 40 to 50% more photos. So the photos that you're going to hang up in your house once you get married, they are generally just you and your fiance. You are not going to hang up the reception photos or anything else. So you want to maximize the amount of time that you have with your photographer. And depending upon how much time you have in your schedule, that cocktail hour after your wedding doesn't provide that much time to get the photos that you really want, the photos that you see on Instagram. Because if you think about it, it takes 20 to 30 minutes for the family photos after. So then you have 30 minutes left. You've got, depending upon if the makeup ran late or your hair ran late, or if you were just late, period, a lot of that time gets cut. So then we're rushing to do bridal party. And then you may have 10, 15 minutes with just you and your spouse. If you do a first look, you've got 20, 30 minutes of portrait time, sometimes longer than that, where it's just photos of you two. So you can get those Instagram worthy, you know, you can get more of those Instagram worthy photos that you can actually put in your house and, and keep and show off. The other good thing about it, you know, that money that you're spending on cocktail hour for people to eat and drink and do all that. If you don't do a first look nine times out of 10, you're not going to even be able to taste the food that you're paying for because you're going to be off taking pictures. If you do a first look, most of the time you'll have time after you do family photos after the ceremony you'll be able to go and enjoy cocktail hour with your guests. The other good thing about that is if you go to cocktail hour and enjoy that time with your guests, when it's actually time for the reception for you to sit down and eat, you will actually be able to eat because most of the people have already said hello to you. And so they'll leave you alone to eat. Like my husband and I, when we got married, I remember um, we didn't eat at all. They announced, please leave them alone so that they can enjoy their first meal as husband and wife. But people don't do that. They come to you, oh my gosh, we're so excited. And then before you know it, it's time for all the dances and then you never get to eat the food. So another thing is you actually get to eat. You actually get to eat dinner. Um, I like the first look because it really does, in my personal opinion, it gives the guys, I, I, I say it's mainly for the guys. It really helps them relax. I know the day, a lot of people say it's, it's the woman's day, but guys, they, they do go through a lot of stress. A lot of pressure is on them as well. And a lot of the guys that I have, um, a lot of the grooms that I've had, they've actually given me more emotion during that first look than they have during the ceremony because they're not technically on display, if that makes sense. So I feel like that emotion that you want when your uh, fiance sees you walking down the aisle, those tears you want, in my personal experience, most of my brides get that during that first look. And generally, if they cry during the first look, they're going to be crying when you walk down the aisle, too. I'm doing the first look. <laughs> it does make more sense, though. It's definitely No, it more does. Sense. Yeah, especially when you break it my down that way. My mom is opposed. Yeah, and most, um, most older people, there, and, and me, I'm very traditional. Um, my husband and I, we have a ton of portraits of just us and it makes me really happy We didn't take those on our wedding day. We went the next day and my photographer, you know, took our photo. So that's why we have a whole slew and my girls, they love it. Mm. They want a album all the time, but most of my couples I do sometimes when they don't pick it, I feel like they kind of, you know, get the short end of the stick because if they had a, you know, plant this time ahead of, if they had a plan for this hour or 45 minutes or 30 minutes, ahead of time, they would have gotten so many more photos. Another thing that um, we do during the first look 
is you can have a lot of party photos done then as well because everybody's seen each other. Everybody can get together. I've even had couples take their family photos during that first look. They'll meet and they'll have their exchange for their first look. And then after that, their family is all ready and dressed and we'll take those photos. So that way, after the ceremony, mm-hmm. we can go to their entire cocktail hour. It's nothing for us to do unless they feel like taking more photos. So the main thing is, in my opinion, you get more photos you get that time to be with your spouse alone. Cause again, that's the only time on your wedding day you are by yourself with the person you're, you're going to spend the rest of your life with until you get in that car and go to your hotel. Well, yeah. Me a <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was just about to say that you have already sold me on that. Great. It was nice talking to you ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my job. All right. <laughs> couples that like how many or percentage wise if you could break down how many of your couples have actually gone for the first look it's probably about 60 40 more are leaning towards it um mm-hmm. after they hear my host bill and they see some of the pictures um that i show them from some of the first looks that i've done um and a lot of it too it just depends on that their time period if they're working with a short amount of time, it, log- it logistically makes sense to have that time before the ceremony just to make sure that you get the shots that you want, especially if photography is really important to you and getting those photos is really important to you. A first look is almost essential. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why don't couples generally want to do a first look? Um, traditional. And again, like I say, I'm traditional, but I think it's become like the new traditional. And a lot of times, I mean, think about it. We all want when our, when we walk, when those doors open to the church or to the garden or wherever you're getting married, you want your fiance to cry. You want him to be like, oh my God, look at who I'm marrying, you know? And you feel like if he sees you beforehand, you won't get that emotion. And I try to tell my bride so often and people probably don't believe me until it happens, but most of the time, those guys, like, they are, they have so much on their mind. Like, even my husband, like, he was just so nervous to be up there and just, he, did, he, he couldn't let, he smiled, but I didn't get any tears. But I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like if we honestly had a, had a moment to ourselves, because honestly, it's you, it's going to be you two and me hiding in the bushes somewhere, you know, um, you're walking up to him. He's turned away. You tap him on his shoulder. He turns around and he sees how beautiful you are. And it's just you two. His guard is down a whole lot more. So he's able to let that emotion show. And I'm telling you, most of the time, they cry during the first look and they cry when you walk down the aisle. I have some brides who want to keep something for that grand entrance. And so they'll just leave their veil off when they go for their first look. So that way, when he sees them, when he sees them um, coming down the aisle for the first time, it's still something extra that he didn't, some extra piece that he didn't get to see. Um, but most of the time, yeah, my grooms they cry, and I'm there to shoot every tear. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, have you noticed maybe an age difference or some sort of like? similarity with those couples that do a first look versus like those that don't like is it like age or like I find most most of my younger couples like really young they Mm -hmm. want to generally 
I'm 35. Generally, people my age and up or even lower, um, they're fine with it. But I will say, like, my 23-year-old brides, 24, like, they're not, you know, not so much. And that could be because, you know, mom is heavily, you know, in their ear saying, you know, you shouldn't because mom doesn't necessarily understand it because it is somewhat new. And it just takes, I think it just takes educating people about exactly what that moment is for people to kind of accept it. But I'm not one of those photographers that pushes it on you. I know some um, do. I think it's a really, really good thing. But hey, if you don't want to and you want to keep that moment, you know, with you walking down the aisle as is, we definitely can still work with it. I do think that my younger, younger, younger brides, they tend to lean away from it, which you would think it would be the opposite, but it's not. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. My next question is, kind of, well, you kind of sort of answered it, but um, if a couple doesn't do the first look, how does that affect the cocktail hour photos? I kind of feel like you would have, like you were saying before, you have so much more time because I figure like, even if you all were getting ready and say like the wedding actually started, let's say at six, if you got your first look out of the way and also like the family, um, um, like the family pictures out of the way, like say you all start doing that like around five o'clock and you're done by six, you know, you've gotten like a whole bunch out of the way. So you're able to enjoy your cocktail hour as you were saying previously. And you're just able, they're relaxed more. I mean, people, the family portrait part is nobody's favorite part of the wedding day. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not, your favorite, it's not yours. Like it's a box you got to check. Yeah. Yes. And you do get frustrated standing there with, you know, with the different poses. I mean, it just is what it is, you know. So I feel like the way if you could limit that to just that, because think about it. You, your, your cousin from whoever's mother that was supposed to be in the photo, you can't find them. So we're having to run all over the place to find them for this photo. You're irritated by the time family photos are over. You're not in the most lovey-dovey mood to now turn around and take these photos with your fiance. You're just not. Um, so you're taking these photos, but the, the emotion that you want to get and you want to see, you're not really going to get it because you just cursed out three people for not being where they needed to be for these photos. <laughs> so if you can get family photos done and then go get a glass of wine or go, you know, hang out with people to kind of, you know, perk your mood back up so that you can really enjoy your reception and the rest of your wedding day. To me, it makes more sense to do that. And the other thing about it is even with the cocktail hour, like, Sometimes people have like family members who are like diabetic or I mean, people are just ready to eat. Sometimes people don't necessarily want um, to just have people waiting for the full hour. So then if you only give 30 minutes after your wedding, there is no time, especially if you have this long list of family photos. There is no time afterwards to get your photos done. The other thing people have to think about is the time of day of your wedding. Everybody wants that wedding where it's either um, a nighttime wedding or it starts in the day and then you leave your reception and, you know, it's dark outside. If you don't do a first look, but you all the pictures that you like on Pinterest are these photos where the bride and groom are outside and the light is shining nice and bright and pretty. But if your wedding starts at 7 p.m., no matter what time of year, by the time it's over, if we go outside, I can get you some gorgeous night shots, but all of your pictures are going to be night shots or all of your pictures are going to be inside. If you have your mind set on this certain type of photos, but then you, the time of day that you pick for your wedding doesn't, and you don't put in that first look, you're not going to, that's not what you're going to get. And then you're going to be upset when you see your photos. So I try to explain that to my brides too, especially the ones that have night weddings. Some don't care. Some have nice enough venues that if we just stay inside the whole time, it still, you know, it still accomplishes what they want. But a lot of people 
are attached to those outdoor wedding shots, you know, in a garden or, you know, in a really nice place um, at sunset. You can't get that sometimes unless you actually do a first look. Ashley's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a lot of that because, and I'm now even thinking about the timing that we kind of have set because, yeah, I would want some outside photos. I wouldn't want to be, like, stuck just all indoors. Um, so didn't really think about, you know, like the whole timeline of things really having to pay attention to kind of when the ceremony ends in that window between that time and the cocktail hour, like what, what, what's it looking like outside? Is it, is it dark? Is it, is the sun coming down? You know, like what what are we working with? So yeah. And if night shots are your thing, then yeah, you know, most definitely, you know, leave it that way. But most people want a good mix of both. Like I have my clients, we'll go, we'll do the first look or we'll um, shoot outside in the daytime and then I'll pull them out during reception to get, you know, a couple night shots too. But most people prefer those day lit photos. Which makes sense because I mean, I'm just even thinking of photos I've, I've seen on Instagram and I don't think I've seen, like, too many dark photos, like, because most people do want, you know, some good, like, golden hour type of photos or, you know, like... Put on your desk. Yep. Exactly. Okay. I wanted to uh, Uh, touch base on on the family part. (laughs) Like, how do you... Like, do you... I guess what I'm trying to ask, like, how do you coordinate that? Like, do you ask the bride, okay, who do you want a picture with and make sure that these people are in place? Like, I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but, you know, but when you were talking about the family and trying to find your cousin Jojo, you know, and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, how do you, like, how do you coordinate all that? I am big on like pre-planning. So about eight weeks before a wedding day, I send my brides this nice, pretty form. It's kind of long, but yeah, it gives me all the information I need on the wedding day. Uh The last part of that form is a section specifically for family photo. And I literally list out every single combination that most people choose, like bride plus mom, bride plus mom plus dad, bride plus sisters, bride plus sisters plus mom, you know, and literally I give them a little direction. So there's like a little blurb that says, hey, you know, in my opinion, it's best to keep these down to 10 to 12 different, you know, um, combinations, especially if you're not having a first look so that, you know, of course, it doesn't take up all the time. But my clients literally can go through and check every single put a check mark next to every single um, pose that they want. And then come wedding day, I just print that out. And then that's my rule book. And then of course, you know, they know that, you know, they want photos with um, their brothers, their sisters, their sisters, all the spouses. So they make sure, you know, to let everybody know, Hey, you need to kind of hang tight after the ceremony. And then we'll automatically, you know, start photos after that. But no, it's a very, it seems very disorganized, but it really is um, organization in the midst of chaos. <laughs> if you think gotcha. about it. Some people, will find, they'll find other folks and they'll go hang and they'll go talk and go get a drink. And we just kind of move to the next thing and then we'll send somebody mm-hmm. off to find them. Then we kind of come back. It's never, I don't, I have never shot a wedding where those family photos are in the order that the bride and groom clicked for them to be. It's, <laughs> it's always out of order. If I could, I probably wouldn't know what to do with myself if it literally went exactly down the list like I needed. But I print it off and I just, we, I have my second shooter, you know, we call out, you know, who we need and we just kind of check off and keep, keep rolling. So, yeah. Okay. 
Oh, you sound overwhelmed. <laughs> well, no, like the last wedding that I attended, you know, the family photos, like, I mean, I was just, well, not just, I was one of the maid of honors and mm-hmm. the photographer, I think this is like her first wedding that she had shot. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her trying to get everyone together and yeah. like that was like that was like annoying to me because I'm like, why can't these people get it together? And why is she screaming? And why is she did doing you, this? Did you pay attention? The bride was probably getting annoyed too. She was like she was ready to eat. Like she <laughs> did they do a first look? Did no, they, no. And you had to think so. Like she's really uh, she's annoyed and she's tired. So mm-hmm. she has to go, you know, and be all in love with, you know, her her husband now for these photos. It just, it do, it it's it's not the most. I don't know who figured it out, figured out for it to be that way, or who planned for it to be that way, but it doesn't work out like you would want it to. Yeah, a family that are robots and that are going to sit there, you know, and do exactly what you need them to do. But most people aren't. They're having a good time. This ain't your day. This is theirs. So. Sorry, I know we. <laughs> Took a no. <laughs> He's taken multiple detours today. Okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. So a couple decides to do first look. What other vendors need to be notified or like affected by that selection? The main thing is probably just your hair and makeup artists. Um, I always tell my girls always to have their bridesmaids unless they want like that robe shot. Um, with everybody, you know, kind of hanging out in their ropes, just to have them come dressed and ready. So most of the time it would work that the makeup artist would do all of your bridesmaids makeup first, and then the bride would get hers done last. Sometimes the way it works out, if they're doing a first look, they'll go ahead and throw the bride in there. And then while she's having her first look, they'll finish up on some of the bridesmaids or for the rest of the bridesmaids, or they'll do the moms and things like that. But mainly it's just the makeup artist and the hairstyles just to make sure that the bride is ready to go everybody else can kind of follow follow suit and generally when I schedule first looks I always schedule a buffer time because I realize we may be outside in the heat so I try to schedule about 30 minutes after the first look but before the the ceremony so you have time to like you know get your makeup fixed while your artist is still there and all that kind of stuff just to make sure you're picture perfect when you're when it's time to walk down the aisle that makes sense Mm-hmm. Um, so what are alternatives to the first look, if any? So this is one of my favorite topics, too. So I, again, I, mean, I told y'all I was extra, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I still like that reaction that people get. So I always tell my brides we can do, um, I call it a father-daughter moment where your mom helps you get dressed and your bridesmaids help you get dressed. And then we ask your dad or whoever, you know, is a male figure that's important to you to come into the room and then they see you in your full, you know, bridal getup. And then most of the time you get tears and, you know, excited faces. Um, so that's one. And then the second is a reveal to your bridesmaids. So in that case, your mom would help you get dressed, maybe even your maid of honor, but most of the time it's just mom would help you get dressed. And then once you're fully dressed, you've got your veil on and everything, we have your bridesmaids into the room and then you get their reactions of seeing you for the first time all thought of. So those are two options that I always try to give to my brides if they don't want to do a first look just so they can kind of get those reactionary photos. Um, And a lot of them, if they don't do a first look, they do one or both of those. And those are some fun shots. I have some of those on my website. Those are really, really fun shots to get to. I bet. It's fun. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I think I want to do 
the first look was my girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And even with your mom, you know, have somebody else help you get dressed and let your mom see you for the first time. I mean, any anything I can do, uh-huh. set up emotion. So I, anything that I can do so that I know the emotion is going to come, that's what I, I say do. Those are the people I say reveal yourself to that way. So, yeah. Yes, Ashley. I love, I just love your style. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Another kind of piggyback question off that. Have you done a first touch? Yes, I've done those two. Um, the last one I did, he cried during that one too. I love, Patrick was such an awesome groom. But yeah, so they had their hands, of course, you know, held behind this door. They prayed together. They exchanged gifts then too. They didn't see each other, but they got to hear each other's thoughts about their gifts. And during the prayer, like he cried, but I've done it where they've even been blindfolded. They got the cute blindfolds that say like bride and groom and they'll like kind of touch, you know, behind the door. Um, I've done those about maybe six or seven times. But again, like you're, those aren't going to give you that reaction. So if you're still looking for more ways to get that reaction, that may not be the best route. It's still really sweet. And it's a time, you know, you can hear each other's voice and that kind of thing. But most of the time during that, the girls are the ones crying um, during those. But those are really cute photos to get to. So listen, y'all, just get the first look. Don't do the touch. <laughs> <laughs> you want some photos yeah. to hit, just go ahead and get the first look out. You know, you know just, one, of the just... sweetest, one of the sweetest first looks that I saw was when I first started shooting weddings. And the groom, his mom gave him the idea, but he had this book. It was this um, brown leather bound book. And basically, um, during the first look, they were exchanging personal vows to each other because they didn't want to say them in front of everybody else. But what he did was he wrote his vows in this, on the first page of the book. And he told her that he never wanted her to forget how he felt about him. So he literally told her that every year he would write new vows to her, like on their anniversary. And that was the book that he was going to put those vows in. So she could always, you know, I guess if he pissed her off, she could always go through the book <laughs> and remind herself you know, how he felt about her. When I saw that, that's when I was like, oh, I have to do this every time. I mean, it it was perfect. And literally, I'm in the bushes, hiding, getting shots of this book. But um, yeah, like it, that, I think that moment is what did it for me because I saw the emotion that both of them gave during that time. And I'm like, this is, and if, like I said, again, if you think about it, you're not by yourself with this person until you leave. So you've planned this whole party, you've spent all this money and you don't get to have a single moment with just the two of you. Cause even when it's time for your portraits, your bridal party is still hanging out, you know, watching or your family may still be hanging out, you know, so you're really not by yourself. So why not create a moment on this day that you're spending all this money and all this time planning where y'all can really truly savor what's happening and then let somebody take pictures of it. Right. Yes. Oh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So how does the first look versus not the first look adjust the timeline? I mean, you, you've given us a lot. I mean, it seems like the if you don't have the first look, then your cocktail hour is just more packed with trying to get in at least the basics when it comes to the photos. But you're not getting as many, like, just couple only photos. Mm-hmm. together but then like if you 
do the first look, you just got to like push up the timing of when your makeup and hair is done. Am I missing anything? Is that right? Good yeah, that's it. And honestly, if you really didn't want a first look, I mean, there are things that we can do during the schedule. Some of my couples have done hour and a half long cocktail hours because they were adamant that they wanted that time to be, you know, special when he first sees her walking down um, the aisle. But they were adamant that they wanted time for those portraits too. Like they didn't want, they, they had a ton of family photos that they wanted to take and they didn't want that to take away. So they literally added another 30 minutes onto it. So, I mean, it's your day. You can do, you know, you can plan your time however you want to. It just depends on how long you have your venue for and how long you have your photographer for. But most of, and most people don't think about it too. The majority of those hours that you pay your photographer for, a lot of that is spent before the wedding. Um, the majority of that is on the getting ready time. And most of the time there is time in between have a first look a lot of times when i have first looks it's about an hour 45 minutes to an hour that we have with that couple the first look is probably five to ten minutes the rest of the time is pictures so you technically get another full session on okay. your like if you want to incorporate the bridal party if you want to incorporate family photos you know during that time you can do that as well okay. would you actually suggest a first look and then family photos during the cocktail hour um yeah Honestly, because sometimes hoping that your family is going to be ready before mm-hmm. the ceremony is kind of hard. <laughs> like uh, most of the time, your family's, yeah. everybody's running around like a chicken with the head cut off. So if all you really have to focus on making sure um, that is, you know, ready to go is you and your fiance, it's a lot less stress. Um, but I, like I said, I've done it about four, maybe three or four times where we've taken family photos during that first look but that everybody was literally ready to go gotcha as of late where sometimes you know the family's running late or you know just whatever so in my opinion i think it's best to keep them at the end um just so you can get those done after the ceremony everybody's in place because everybody's there whether they Mm -hmm. to the ceremony or not they're there and then you can just go straight to your cocktail hour after it's over okay Okay. Are there particular settings you look for if the couple asks to do this? Um, yeah. So something that's intimate, but I am, I mean, I'm a photographer, so I'm a storyteller. So I like to kind of set the stage for the day. So if your venue has a nice entrance, I like to kind of do it there. Um, if there's a nice garden somewhere um, that we can go, anything that's kind of peaceful, but somewhat like closed off, those are good areas too. But for me, I really do like to kind of do those first looks in like the main staple of your venue. Every venue has something. Ventana's has the rooftop. Pristine Chapel has that either inside the chapel or, you know, they have that big, um, I don't even know what it's called, but they have that big um, black um, iron, whatever outside every venue has a staple that kind of lets you know okay you're here um those are the places that i like to put people for those first looks if that doesn't work depending upon you know what time we do it if your guests are coming in you don't want to be seen and all that kind of stuff then yeah we'll find alternative places but if i can get a good shot of you guys in the front if you're getting married at say the estate in buckhead if i can do that first look right out front of the estate to kind of have the estate hanging in the background that to me helps tell the story of your day. Good stuff. I like that. Yeah, me too. I feel like if you are a bride and you're looking for a venue, you should be thinking with a photographer's mind, even if you're not a photographer, because you got to think about what's going to hit right. Like, 
you need a good photographer, but you also need a great venue because yeah. if you have a great venue but a trash photographer, then what was the point? Mm-hmm. And but I think a great photographer can make any venue look amazing. So very true. There's all of that too. There's yeah. also that. So before um, I was like officially shooting weddings, I did a wedding with a, a Ross Oscar night and I looked at the photos after the, afterwards and I'm like, how did you make this place look like this? And so when I saw what he was able to do, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. It shouldn't matter, you know, where I am. I should be able to capture all mm-hmm. of them that look like a million bucks. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Should others be involved in the first look? Like, should the friends be there? I mean, in the bridal party, should family be there? Should it just be that moment between the couple? I think that's all personal preference. Um, in my, if it was me, I would want it to just be us. I've seen both. I've seen where they'd have the bride and the, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen like kind of peeping out at, out of like a side window. And then of course I'll get a shot of them peeping, watching. And that's a cute shot. I've had sometimes after they have their moment, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen will run out, you know, and they'll have this kind of big party. It just depends on your style and what kind of couple you are. Sometimes they'll like the couple that I was telling you about where he was reading the book or he had the book for all of his future vows. There's a shot of him. She's walking to him with her dress hiked up so she doesn't fall on little cobblestones. And he's got, um, what's the little sign? They do the little Houston sign or whatever because his groomsmen are yelling to him from the balcony, like, she's coming, she's coming. And he throws his little hand out with his tongue out, like, I'm ready, I'm ready. So it just depends on your style. (laughs) That's cute. That's very cute. So should couples plan for the first look? Cause I'm already telling you now we planning for this. Like I'm already let him know we doing first look. I don't care what your mama, or my mama say <laughs> we doing it. You, I was already thinking, uh, your boyfriend, his folks, your folks, they're probably going to be like, you know, you should have that moment. And I do, I have, yeah. brides, they tell me like, I literally have a bride. Um, she's not getting married in April anymore. Cause of the, the Rona. But she literally told me, I'm just going to let you know, my mom is, like, not happy <laughs> about this. But, you know, this is what we want to do. We're, we're going to do it. So I feel like as long as it's something that you guys want to do, just rock with it. It's your day. You know, people are helping you, whether they're helping you pay or whether they're helping you plan. Um, they're helping. But in, ultimately, the decision, you know, is you, too. Um, as long as your planner knows, she, you know, I work with your planner so that make sure that we have enough, you know, a lot of time to get the shots, get you, get you the moment that you want and to get the shots that you want during um, that time. But yeah, it definitely is something, I mean, but I mean, honestly, we can decide the, a couple of a weeks before, you know, when we're ironing out the details of the, mm-hmm. if you're getting married in 10 months and it takes you nine months to figure out if you want to do that or not, you still have time. Mm-mm. I'm already sold. So basically I'm not even don't. there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're basically saying, though, don't let's like at least have that decision kind of made before the date of like, don't just wake up this one morning, send them a text, and be like, all right, so you doing this? Like, <laughs> just because remember, you've got to have everything scheduled. If your bridesmaids, if, if you're paying for their makeup to get done by your makeup artist or their getting their makeup done on their own. Like, you know, you just need time to make sure all of that stuff is um, situated logistics wise. So that's why I think at least um, a month out, 
you need to make the decision whether we're doing this or not. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good to me. Oh, <laughs> wrapping this up. What advice would you give to any couples that decide, you know what, we're not going to do it. You are, you, you realize this is what it is, but maybe there's like some sort of compromise that kind of, like, maybe they're like, you know what, we just want to have that moment when I walk down the aisle. But, you know, I still really want some time for the photos or something. Or, like, still want some sort of reaction. Like, what what would you tell them? For them, I would tell them either thinking about adding a little extra time after the wedding for those photos. Think about cutting your family portraits the number of combinations that you want so that it takes, you know, less time. Talk to your family. Make sure they know, look, we are only allotting 20 minutes to this. We need y'all in place. We need you ready to go. Don't go get a drink. Don't go get anything to eat. Don't go to the bathroom. You know, we're literally, you know, firing these off. Um, The other thing is just make sure your planner, you know, understands that you want a specific amount of time because sometimes these venues will give you um, timelines and they're not thinking about your photos. They're honestly thinking about themselves. Um, and that's why sometimes I have to tell my brides too, when these venues give you these, these timelines and you just go with them. And I'm like, they haven't considered, they consider what works best for them, not what works best for you. That's where me and your planner come in to make sure you get what you want. Um, so as long as everybody is on the same page there, that photos are important to you, you either want extra time or you're going to cut time here to make this happen. You can have your ceremony a little bit shorter Sometimes, I mean, it doesn't take, honestly, it doesn't even take 30 minutes to have a wedding ceremony. Wedding ceremonies now are like 15, 20 minutes. So if your ceremony's shorter, you've got more time there, you know, to get photos too. So you can be creative. We can be creative and find ways to get you the shots that you want. It's just that that first look adds so much more to it. I can't do anything about if your family isn't ready to go for photos and you get aggravated. And now when it's time to take, you know, the portraits with your husband, you know, you got an attitude. I, I can't fix that. <laughs> but that first look can, you know, so it's different. It's just different things. But I definitely would tell them to work with their planner, make sure everybody's on the same page, find ways to get a little bit more time. And if you can't find if you can't add more time, then cut. Like I said, cut those family photos. Maybe do um, well, you can't do bridal party full bridal party at the beginning unless everybody sees each other so yeah scratch that it's either cut those photos <laughs> or add more time or see if you're doing a session after the wedding you know if you really want to go to our set some people don't want to worry about things like that my husband like i said my husband and i we took pictures the day after because it was raining really really bad and we really wanted those shots um in the gardens of our venue we got married at pristine chapel so we came back the next day Put on my dress again, my veil, and we got some shots. So that's also another option. Nice. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't really even know that, like, the so next our, day was uh, Well, our photographer, she offered for us to do it um, because it was raining so bad. After the ceremony, of course, we had this really beautiful rainbow. Um, but, of course, the garden is still wet. So we didn't. we got out there to get the rainbow shot. But everything else, you know, we really... We didn't get it, and she didn't want us just to have photos solely of inside of the of the church. So she she offered to come back, you know, and we did, and I'm glad we did. I'm really really glad we did. But no, she didn't charge us that. She was just that was out of the kindness of her heart. Nice. That's so sweet. Cause you know what, this is kind of derailing a little bit, but 
like last week or a week or so ago, Gabrielle Union said something about like getting these oh, shots. Yeah. Getting these shots, you know, like beforehand or, you know, and I was thinking like people were responding and they're like, uh, you going to pay for this extra like time well, with the photographer or. Well, here in the South, I don't know if you heard my slant, my twang come out, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of brides do do, and I offer it to my brides, what's called, well, I offer either a boudoir session or a bridal session. So a bridal mm. session, you know, is where the bride gets all dolled up. Generally, it's either her makeup trial or she's, you know, paid another the makeup artist um, to do her makeup. And she dresses, you know, full bridal attire and we go somewhere and take photos. So if you, if your photographer offers something like that, it could be worth asking them, hey, can we, you know, just do portraits, you know, during this time? I really don't see the problem in that especially because the photographer when when we have you in situations outside of the wedding day we can manipulate it and do whatever we need to do you know sometimes on wedding day we're really constrained based off time but if I can get you you know beforehand with a portrait session I can do whatever I really want to do so I think that it's worth asking for if that's something that's really important to you people do it all the time don't let Instagram fool you don't let these movies fool you those moments that you see that of, of people that are just so romantic. A lot of times it's, it's probably the day after or before or, you know, whenever. Sometimes it's people, they didn't like their photos and then they go get them redone by another photographer. It's not this big whimsical thing like people think it is. I feel like the millennials are, well, we, we're actually changing things up mm-hmm. a little, you know? We're making new rules. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really not caring what other people are, you know, actually think about it, so... Because if you really think about it, what is the divorce rate? Exactly. Half of those people didn't see each other before their first look. I mean, before their ceremony. So it obviously doesn't hold true. That that superstition can't be right. Otherwise, exactly. Our divorce rate would be so much less. So that's why I always think like, if it was true, we wouldn't. It wouldn't be so hot. Just do the first look. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Honestly, and honestly, marriage is not really based on that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, I guess, I mean, we could actually have a topic on that, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> we're going to move on to our last question. So what advice would you have for couples that decide to do the first look? Um, make it special. Build it up just like you are building up that moment of you walking down the aisle because it is. It's really, really special. You can come up with a surprise for your fiance, something really, really special and intimate. Um, but build that moment up just like you're building up the moment till you walk it down the aisle because it's just that monumental. I know it's new. Um, I know it's something that hasn't been done as much, but it is just that monumental. You're going to have those same emotions, if not more, during that time because you're less on show. It's just you two and me in the bushes. But, <laughs> but yeah, so make just understand that that moment is just as sacred and it's just as important as the moment of you walking down the aisle seeing each other for the first time too it's just as sacred yeah ashley are you sold i was i was sold like after (laughs) after we asked that first or second question (laughs) here for efficiency for streamlining like getting the most bang for the buck exactly that's 
I'm here for all that. And then plus, I want to eat all my food. Like catering in itself is like one of like the highest prices that you'll pay for it within a wedding. And so um, best believe I'm going to take advantage of all of that. I'm going to eat during the cocktail hour. I'm going to eat during the reception. <laughs> You're just going to be eating the whole time. Every time we look up, you're going to have something. You're going to have to put the food down for some of these photos. Listen, I didn't, I didn't starve. I didn't worked out every single day, probably by this time. Like I've done everything. I like, I stopped eating sugar, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so listen, I'm about to enjoy all this food. <laughs> uninterrupted, uninterrupted. Yes, exactly, exactly. No, because I've been to so many weddings where people just don't eat because either, as you were saying before, like, the photos took up all the time and mm-hmm. like they couldn't find Uncle um, Uncle Joe, you know, mm-hmm. because he was trying to get his little dance on and get his little drink, you know, so... Like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. we're going to do the first look. And then right after the ceremony, we're going to take these 30 minute pictures. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go and no, mm-mm, I'm going to enjoy everything. Then you're going to go eat and eat. another thing that i will say to couples who don't want to have a first look that are looking for ways to kind of cut the time so they'll have more time for photos what you can do is a lot of those photos to me in my opinion the most essential photos are really like you and your parents you and his parents you know those immediate family photos aunts uncles cousins god mama god like all of that are those are honestly photos that can be taken during the reception I don't mind, and I'm sure every other photographer doesn't mind if you pull us to the side and say, hey, you know, can we grab a photo, you know, on the dance floor with these mm-hmm. people? At the time, those photos, again, are not going to go up on your house. You may, you know, they may go in an album or something like that, but it's okay if you take a cousin shot on the dance floor or if you take, you know, you get shots with your, all of your aunts and uncles and distant relatives and, you know, all the different tribes or whatever, you can do those during the, during the reception, too. And they come out just as nice. Okay. If you're thinking about ways to cut, that is another that is another option. Okay. But, of course, you're going to have to have that conversation with your photographer beforehand. Yes. So it's not like you're just pulling him or her and be like, hey, come get this photo. Oh, mm-hmm. and come get this one, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. that's where the relationship comes in or that. Right. Uh, you know yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good conversation. Yes. I wouldn't have thought this much about the first look mm-hmm. until this conversation. Like, you really broke it down better than, like, any article I've read or any kind of, like... Because, I mean, I see photos on both sides, but it's like, oh, okay. Like, I never really thought about the benefit of one side versus the other. hmm hmm Yeah. As someone also who loves photography like i would want like the most photos i could get like right let's squeeze it all out because just as important as eating and getting to the reception i also want these (laughs) memories because the photos are what's going to last like exactly this this day is going to come and go and they say it goes by like really really quickly but the photos are what you can go back and reflect on for years to come right so yep that was a great convo Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. Tania, why are you looking like that? Because. 
I'm like, no, I just have all these ideas, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I get engaged. I can't wait. Girl, you better start making your before I told you. Like, yes. there's no shame in like starting this planning and like getting stuff together beforehand because it makes it so much easier when you actually are engaged. Like, I was telling a coworker that who's she's starting to have that conversation with her boyfriend but they know they're not going to get married until next year, but they're not even engaged yet. And I said, girl, you better start buying stuff and doing stuff now. So especially because she said she was going to, um, she's probably going to have to pay for her whole wedding or like the majority of her wedding, her family, her mom and dad already said, like, we're not going to really help you out there. And I'm like, look, not early. There is no shame. I said, these vendors do not care if you were engaged already married or just dating when that check clears like it does not care like visa venmo cash app whatever mastercard like that does not discriminate money is money so i'm like if you want to start doing stuff and if you're going to do it a diy um wedding because it's cheaper that way girl you definitely need to start like buying stuff and going ahead and getting all that stuff done now might have to hide it from him. Take it to the, take it to work or something. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying how like her boyfriend was like, "Oh my gosh, you don't need to start planning for all this." I was like, "The hell you do? <laughs> you can go ahead and start doing all this stuff now." Those I told her we have three three vendors booked by yeah. the time we got engaged, and by the end of the month because we got engaged in the middle of July. By the end of that month. We had booked three more vendors that we had been in conversations with before we got engaged. So there is no shame. There's no judgment. And she's trying to play with UGA's, um, like, football schedule. So they're trying to figure out what are the best dates there. So she already has, like, a limited pool of kind of stuff to kind of choose from. And I'm like, so that's even more reason for you to, like, start planning and, like, get all your eggs in the basket now because by the time that schedule's out, just pick your date and be good. So all your friends that also went to UGA with you are not trying to figure out, like, not, you know, on their phones trying to pull up the game at the same time while, like, y'all are trying to dance or do this or take photos because I'm sure these are people in your bridal party, so... Uh, yeah, and I think um, from the vendors that we've discussed uh, this topic with, as far as like planning in advance and you know making sure you book them in advance, they already have um, dates for twenty twenty one, twenty two. You know, so game, yeah, especially in certain areas. And yeah, venues like in Atlanta, there are certain venues that everybody wants to have. And so that's why when people come to me and they tell me, oh, yeah, we're going to sh- we're going to do it here and we're going to have this day. Well, have you booked it? No, not yet. Well, no, technically you don't have a date yet. You know, like you need yeah. to, especially when it's one of those popular, popular places. But we do like I'm literally talking, mm-hmm. just talked to a bride two days ago about her wedding and it's November 2021. So, See? yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And especially like we're in Atlanta. So you can't even like take things for granted. Like every, everyone gets booked up so quickly. Every venue is like, like they might, some, some venues might be trying to do it as a sales thing to be like, yeah, well, you know, some people have been looking at this date. Look, just go ahead and book that because you, you'll have, you have nothing without the actual venue. Like you don't have no date. You don't have anything. 
it's a, yep. get the venue locked down and then everything else pans mm-hmm. out after that. Like I actually wrote a blog post for like new newly engaged couples to like let them know like what to do first. And before, you know, they come, you know, trying to book any other vendors and outside of like planning a budget, knowing like what you want it to look like, that booking that venue and setting a date, that's, is high up there. That's so. priority. Yeah. Because I mean. We're officially getting married. Right. Because you, I mean, you, and then don't let it be, I mean, like this year, everybody and their mama was trying to get married on some kind of. Mm-hmm date that kind of look pretty you know like mm-hmm. um i think what well was february 2nd on a weekend it was a sunday so i'm sure there were plenty 0202 2020 weddings mm-hmm. um yeah and then of course you have a lot of like the weddings that are like 8 8 2020 hits on a saturday of course mm-hmm. 10 10 2020 is like yeah. freaking ridiculous and like we decided on our date like last April, I want to say. And then by the end of May, I we have the venue and the planner booked. And maybe two weeks later, so we're not even in the middle of June at that point, uh, Courtney was like, yeah, I've had like two or three inquiries just this week on your wedding day. And I'm like, see that's why I ain't want to waste no time. You gotta keep, just gotta keep it moving. If you know, you know. Yep. And for me, it like my wedding date actually has um, meaning. It's not just like oh, it's a cool date. It's it was my grandparents' anniversary, so it would have been their sixty-first anniversary. So I'm just kind of like you know, it meant something to me. I didn't want to lose that. For some people, where it's just like it's whatever, then you have a little bit more room and it's a little more flexible or whatever for you to pick a date or or pick a venue or whatever. But for certain people, if you have a particular date in mind, you just gotta, you gotta move with it. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't play around. You can't play around. And that is my unsolicited advice for this week. (laughs) 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 So let's get to these uh, wedding vendors. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you did that, Ashley. I liked it. Yeah, efficiency. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who would like to go first? Because I'm trying to pull mine up. You want me to go to first? Or Ashley, do you want to go first? Which Ashley? Ashley S. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so the person that I'm going to shout out, it's so funny because we've been talking about her during this um, during this segment, is Miss Lanea with Special Event Factory. Yeah. love her i love her i love her. her work is absolutely amazing and her personality like on top of that it just book her book her now she is a floral designer so she will make your wedding look bomb she'll get everything together she's not just doing the floral she can get you the nice table settings i mean she can literally take your idea and make it something that you never even dreamed of. She, she's just bomb. She's bomb. If you watch her stories, they're really cute because she explains like the different types of flowers on Instagram and what it all it takes, you know, for her to make your wedding look like, like it should. Here recently, she's had her daughter on here, on there, you know, showing how to do different things. She's just, she's great. You'll, you'll love her. I love her so, so much. Like, Lanil basically told me about Courtney. Um, 
I've met with her a thousand times, it feels like. And you are so right. Like, her personality, her just spirit, she truly, like, she truly cares for you as a person, what you want. Like, she, I'm, I don't think I've encountered too many vendors that have been like money hungry or they try to push you towards a certain thing or whatever. She is like, look, she gets it. She understands like people's budget, time constraints. Like I know I probably shouldn't say this, but like last year when I was like making initial payments and like booking vendors, I was dealing with something with my grandma as well. So like a lot of folks I was reaching out to, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, yes, and over the contract, blah, 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 and over the deposit. Then my grandma has a car accident. And, of course, you know, older people, when they get in the car accidents, like, it's more of a concern and, like, being in the hospital for an extended period of time. And it was, like, right after my grandfather passed away. So I was reaching reaching out to her, and I was like, I'm just so sorry. Like, I, I'm going to pay you. Trust me. Like, I... I'm dealing with them right now. She's like, I completely understand. Like, you're good. Like, just keep me posted with stuff. Like, we're good. I'll just update the contract. Like, certain people, this is just such a, like, stressful time that that type of compassion and, like, just, it it just goes a long way. So, yeah, piggybacking off Lil (laughs) or your shout out for Lil I, I I love her. I met her a couple of weeks ago because oh, yeah. We yeah. Recorded yeah, we recorded an episode and she was just so down to earth. Like, I can't remember what, like what we were talking about, but like we were just joking around and like laughing about something. And I was like, okay, like, I feel like I like met her before, you know, yeah. I've heard so much about her, you know, and of course, like I follow her on Instagram, but you know, but just to know that she's a down to earth person, um, in person, it says a lot. So mm-hmm. Yeah. She's cool peoples, so. Every time I'd have a meeting with her or Courtney, I feel like it, on paper, should have been, like, an hour, and then we look up, and it's, like, three hours later, and it's, like, all right, y'all, gotta go, right? We gotta, like, feed these kids, or, like, wake up and go to work in the morning, like, all right, it's, like, 10 o'clock at night, almost, like, all right, we gotta go, we gotta go. We'll do this another time. Um... All right, so Nia, hopefully that was enough time for you to figure out who your vendor is. Yes. So I have a videographer, and I know Ashley loves herself some videographers. Um, yes. <laughs> he, Don't let it be the same one I was going to shout out. Uh, Go for it. So, <laughs> you know what? I don't even know his name because I, like, I just found him before we started uh, this episode. Um, but you can find him on Instagram at Unleashed Visuals. Oh, that's who you're about to shout out. <laughs> that's exactly who I was going to shout out. Oh. No, because... Um, I, 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 I got to back up. I gotta yeah, because Kareem, he that just posted so the video. Yes, and I was like, yo, I love this video. <laughs> and yeah, like his videos are amazing. Um, oh my God. Like, I don't know how long he's been doing this, but... Like, the way that he captured the last wedding that he just um, filmed, it was beautiful. Very, very beautiful. So, I don't know his name, but I'm pretty sure once we do our research, we'll um, put all his information in the show notes, hopefully. Um, but you can find him at Unleashed Visuals, uh, and that's U-N-L-E-A-S-H-E-D, and then V as in Victor, I Z u-a-l-s on instagrams and you can find um him 
on his website at unleashedvisuals.com. So that's that. That is so hilarious. <laughs> because I literally picked him too for the exact same reason. But okay, that's fine. I realized earlier in the week that I've never shouted out the baker or the bakery that's going to do my wedding cake. So I'm actually going to shout out Cupcake People. They are a Black-owned establishment located in that Lawrenceville or Duluth. Like, it's kind of Duluthy, but it's also kind of Lawrenceville. Like, it's by Sugarloaf Mills if you are a Metro Atlanta person especially if you're a Gwinnett person. They used to have multiple locations, like they had a spot um, in Edgewood some years ago. But now they're up here, but oh my gosh, my mom picked this cake for me years ago, way before I started even dating it, way before some of the folks that came before it. Like, she tried a slice of their wedding cake because they, um, every, I think, Tuesday and Friday sell, like, big slices big, big slices. And she tried it and was like, I found your wedding cake. And I was like, I kind of need to be dating somebody for this to even be like a conversation. But I tried it and I was like, oh, this is actually delicious. Oh my gosh. And ever since then, like now, since I've been engaged, I was like, I I can't have their wedding cake anymore because I want to save that for the wedding day. But they have, like, their cupcakes are delicious. Their cake slices are delicious. That's not the only cake they do. They do, like, lemon cake, strawberry cake, turtle cake, chocolate cake, red velvet cake. Of course, like, all the things. And then, like, cupcakes, they have the infused cupcakes and stuff like that. So they have a delicious salted caramel. Um, I just, yeah. They're also a place that is conveniently, like, on my way home from work. So I'd be like, just keep going. Don't don't stop because if I stop and go over there, I'm gonna grab me some cookies, a slice of cake. Some is that the place that's um, that is in the same plaza of LA Fitness? Yep. Oh, I always see them, and, I, and I'm like, mm, should I stop? And I'm like, mm, no, I gotta look good in a bathing suit this summer, so. <laughs> We're going to ride on past this place. <laughs> Girl, I love them so much. I was like, Ed, do you want to do an official tasting? He's like, no, I've had their, like, desserts before. Like, I trust it. And the fact that y'all basically have known that this was going to be the provider of the wedding cake for years. So, I just love them so much especially in this period where restaurants are probably going to be affected and a lot of small business owners, if they're on DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats and you live in that area, go and support. Go get you some cupcakes and then thank me later because I know you will have no regrets. And then go to the gym afterwards if you want. You could go around the corner to Dynamic Cycle, just spin on. You know, <laughs> just a little workout or LA Fitness. I mean, they are right there, but Dynamic yeah. Cycle is also black owned, and that's my favorite spin. Yeah, place. it's on anyway. position. Um, that yeah, I used to always the in the yeah. hospital. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you knew her like that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know her like that, but I but I definitely took care of some of her patients as a nurse on the floor. But yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I knew she was a doctor, but I didn't know where. 
And I didn't know if she was still practicing or just focusing solely on the um, the studio. Mm-mm. Which now they sent an email out earlier today. They're shutting down with all this Corona stuff. But I can't wait for them to open up and us to all go back to normal because I don't have a Peloton or nothing. Like, I'm going to be working out. <laughs> I pulled up on my iPad trying to in and air. Like, a lot of places I've been going to recently have particular equipment that I kind of need. And it's only at their, like, respective studio. So. I actually like home workouts. But we're going down I a rabbit do. hole. <laughs> we're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> like, I also got this class pass for a reason. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Yes. Absolutely. Where can they find you, learn more, um, if they want to book you, what should they do? Like, give, give us all the good, juicy details. So, you can find me on my website. Um, it's www.anicolephotography.net. And I'm on Instagram, A Nicole Photos ATL. I'm on Facebook, A Nicole Photos ATL. And that's about it. I, I, I lurk on Twitter, I don't post. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you travel, right? Yes, I travel. Um, I've been to Jamaica so far to shoot weddings. I've been to DC. Um, of course, like all the bordering states. But yeah, I go wherever you want to take me, I go. So definitely reach out to me, you know, if you're interested. I would love to shoot you first look or not, even though I love them. It is not a requirement. I love it. Y'all and it would be her. even better if you are a Falcons fan. Yes. Fans, no, yes. <laughs> no, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We ain't, we ain't blocking no blessings there. Look, if you're a Saints fan and you have a strong enough spirit to let a, a wonderful woman of uh, brotherhood <laughs> take you, your photo. My Falcons boots, I wear them at almost every session in the winter. <laughs> I have two no pairs of boots. Yeah, and I actually I just bought a pair of tennis shoes, so I'm gonna wear those in the summertime. I booked a um a client here recently. They're getting married in July, and he's not a Saints fan, thank God, but he's a Bears fan. Um, so it's just it's fun for me. And it just helps. It helps to kind of break the ice, you know. Yeah, yeah. In common with people too, but I do. I love my Falcons, y'all. They hurt my feelings yeah. every year, but I love them. <laughs> For how many years? Or uh, um, probably too many. No, I'm just no, I'm just playing around. I'm just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing around. I mean, I'm a Falcon fan too, you know. But you know, you slowly getting there more and yeah. more. I think yeah. your relationship and mm-hmm. you know, of course, just me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like her, you. Yeah. Win, lose, or tie. Just keep your inhaler around. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's stressful, but look, as I always think to myself, like, it's really bad being a Falcons fan, but you could have been a Bills fan in the 90s where they went to the Super Bowl four consecutive years and lost them all. Anything. Or you can be a Browns fan, just, but, I mean, or you could be right. a Saints fan. I mean, trust right. me, there are worse things that can happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. There are worse things, my God. Well... <gasps> Y'all can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at com or wed on all of our socials. Um, you can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram, and you can find me at Belle Sari. 
if you don't know how to spell those two names, I understand. Just go to our Instagram page or any of our socials and you'll find both of us. It's not. How are they going to find us on social if they don't know how to spell it? Huh? <laughs> I just said, I do know what? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm done with Ashley W. Um, but I love talking to you. <laughs> we are definitely going to bring you back on the yes. show. We have so much more to talk y'all about. Are awesome. yeah. Y'all are awesome. Y'all know I'm obsessed with podcasts, so I love listening to you ladies. So it was definitely, definitely a pleasure. Thank you so much. And hopefully we didn't take up too much of your night. I'm sure you didn't expect to yeah. spend two hours with us. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. <laughs> As long as maybe three. It's almost three. Well, you know, you, as long as you don't hear me running into the closet, my four-year-old is like, where are you? Yes, like three times or something like that. I was like... <laughs> I a four-year-old who does not get up. I'm sure my husband told her, leave her alone, but I guess she's like, look now. <laughs> I hear her voice. Come <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god oh, okay. okay well enjoy the rest of your night yes <laughs> thank you so much for coming on no problem <laughs> no, look I hope y'all stay safe from the Rona yes you thank as you well. you too thank you thank you thank you <laughs> alright bye bye <laughs>